0: This is the dominant, Skyler Sly, and you're listening to the rights and wrongs of pro wrestling with Mr. Green.
1: You know, and we all have our 15 minutes of fame, and I'd like to take a couple of my 15 minutes to talk about the rights and the wrongs in the world of professional wrestling. And it is for the WWE Championship. This match is for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. the one. Heavyweight Championship. match. And new NWA Heavyweight Championship. We appreciate you guys coming out, taking your time to support women's wrestling in America. This match is for the AWA. Championship. One of the joys of doing this show is being able to introduce up-and-coming names to listeners so when they do jump off and become bigger stars, you can say that you knew them long before they were famous. And today on the podcast, we have a young lady who's been making her rounds in the Midwest area and looking to expand her range of domination. Uh, that nickname will come into uh, play a little bit later on. She's had her uh, way with several talents in her region. And she's even got the chance to grapple with the current WWE superstar. We will also get into that later on in the conversation as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, and listeners of the show, today, our guest, the dominant Skyler Slice. Hi,
0: thanks for having me.
1: Thank you for coming on. I want to, you know, certainly... Give you praise for taking the time out of your day to uh, pop on and and uh, have this little interview with us.
0: No problem. Looking forward to it.
1: Well, you know, this is a uh, I try my best to get some information across to uh, some of the fans out there that may want to know a little bit more about you uh, as best as we can. Uh, so they they would know exactly who a Slice is, you know. And may, maybe not too much, but you know you, you understand. Just to get the the fans just a little bit of a taste of who you are, what you do, why you got involved, so on and so forth. So hopefully we we could peel back the curtain just a tad.
0: Okay.
1: So let's get to it here. First off, let's go into your athletic background. Uh. From what I understand, previous to wrestling, you played both basketball and volleyball uh in 2008 in fact I think you you were uh put as uh, put Oklahoma all-state for for both those sports. Is, is that correct?
0: Yeah, that's correct. Um graduated in 2008 and um I played five sports throughout my high school career but ended up all-stating in basketball and volleyball.
1: Okay, now what are the, what are the other 3?
0: Um, I did tennis, and I did track, and I did soccer as well.
1: So why didn't you pursue any of those? I mean, now that's five different arenas that you could have pursued outside of wrestling. You know, were you not uh, wanting to go any further with any of those?
0: Well, um, with basketball and volleyball, I actually ended up playing those in college and um, played volleyball my freshman and sophomore year in college, and Uh, played basketball all four years and it paid for my entire college education basketball did. So um, I guess you can say I pursued it because that was one of my goals when I was younger was to be a college basketball player and I was able to do it and stay healthy the whole time and got an education out of it. So you can't really beat that.
1: Well, that's true. Now you you got a a free ride to college based on your uh, athleticism and basketball. Uh, Did the – The lure of the WNBA not tempt you at all when you were. It
0: didn't. No. um, No. No. It didn't. Like, um, I know the pay's not the greatest in WNBA, and (laughs) I played um basketball my my entire life as far back as I can remember, and honestly, I was a little burned out on it, so I think it was it was good to just stop at the college level and go on with other things.
1: Okay. So, so the, the professional version of that just didn't do it for you. No, no. I wasn't interested. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. So nothing higher in the, in the world of volleyball or anything like that. I mean, you know, that there is an Olympic version of that, correct?
0: Right. I mean, Mike, my- Um, college they had ties to play overseas and some of my friends went ahead and played overseas but I had other things I wanted to do and after my basketball eligibility I still had half a semester or half um, half a year of school I had another semester I needed to finish so I needed to get that done before anything else
1: Oh, okay so so in between that, I'm not even sure if you had any free time between all of the stuff that you were doing, uh, you know, on the athletic end. But previous to wrestling, out and and outside of the athleticism, what else were you doing with yourself?
0: <sighs> Nothing. i played sports <laughs> and uh, had had friends in college I like to hang out with, and. Um, I also like to hunt and fish. Kind of, it's kind of something I like to do during my free time. Like if I came home during Christmas break or Thanksgiving break, I'd go hunting with my dad, and that's just something I did besides sports. But other than that, just always been involved in sports.
1: So I, I guess it's safe to say that the your level of domination has always been athletically inclined. Is that a that a safe assessment?
0: I'd say so, um yeah, I'm blessed with athletic ability and thank God for it, but yeah, it's been part of my entire life with sport sport sports, and um, both my parents were um basketball coaches, so I don't know if I really had a choice to be anything other than an athlete
1: oh oh okay, now we gotta we gotta back this thing up a little bit here. And I know mm-hmm. for those that are listening that this is this is a wrestling podcast. Yes, I know. I get it. But she just said something very interesting that both your parents were involved in basketball. You played basketball. You were All-State in basketball. You got burned out on basketball, but you, and you never went back. So what, what's no. up with that? What's the question? I'll say, what was up with that? You got burned out on it. You never went back to basketball. Uh, did you ever think that, hey, you know, maybe I just need to take, a, like, a, a year off and not get back to it?
0: No, um, I was just done playing. so
1: Just period. Not really you, much, but,
0: yeah. yeah just, just cold I turkey. I still play volleyball some. I, um, I actually it was the reason um, why we started a little late because I had a sand, sand volleyball game, so I like to still play and um, stay in shape and have fun while doing it. So I
1: still play, but just not, like,
0: at
1: a competitive level. Oh, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. You know, I, I can understand. You might just need it just for the unwind and have some fun and all that good stuff like that. Okay, right. so so, so now I guess we can transition over to the things that uh, people have tuned in to hear about. You know, they, they, they had to get a little background on you, but we, we can move on into uh, the actual wrestling portion of your, your life uh first off how did you even get involved in wrestling because everything that you've laid out to me so far essentially says everything but wrestling and in fact if i were going to take a guess on your background i would i would think that wrestling would be the furthest thing from your mind because because most uh athletes that i see that they kind of like want to stay in what is considered a true athletic realm so
0: why why wrestling well i mean like we were talking about earlier um i was about full um i didn't really quit it just kind of quit me i got um ran out of eligibility and um my sister and i i know you've interviewed her before Callista um she actually looked into pro wrestling schools so she was the one that um like really looked into it for us and i was just like oh yeah that sounds fun and of all things i think we were watching like total divas we weren't even watching monday night raw or anything we were just like man this, this looks fun we could get in there and do it we're athletes and it'd be something to keep us active and it'd be fun and um, we get to wear the cute little outfits, and so we looked into wrestling schools, and we found one and started about three years ago.
1: Okay, now, now you know she never told me that she had a sister. At least
0: yeah.
1: I, uh, or at least I don't recall that in the conversation. <laughs> in the conversation mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: she's my sister.
1: So ah uh, okay, yeah. so you've been, up on, up. you've been beating up on your sister? Yeah. That's
0: terrible. Plus sisters too, right? <laughs> that's, that's that's awful. Yeah, maybe we'll get along one day.
1: <laughs> you, of all the videos I've watched, like you, you two are almost always on opposite sides of the ring. I, I don't think I've ever seen you tag once.
0: <laughs> that's
1: terrible. Well,
0: maybe
1: we'll get along one day and form okay. a tag team. Well, you should. You know, it's your, it's your mm-hmm. blood. Okay, now, uh, I guess the the uh, now that you bring that up, is that common knowledge amongst the wrestling fans in your area? It is. It is really it used, okay.
0: Yeah, it it used to be just um I wouldn't say a secret, but just we never mentioned it.
1: Okay. So, um, so it was kind of yeah, like uh been- Macho Man and Lanny Poffo is like it. It's not a secret, but they didn't go out their way to mention it either.
0: Right, and like oh. looking at us, um maybe you would think we were sisters, some people don't see it at all, and some people are like, Oh my gosh, are you like we've been we've even been asked if we're twins, so you just never know what people think of us or if they're gonna catch on, but yeah, it's um the secret's pretty much out, I guess, if you want to call it a secret, and everyone knows we're sisters around our area, okay.
1: Well, you know, it's not a bad thing, but, you know, just the yeah, fact that we, it's we not got at all. family members we're, beating we're on actually each other. We're
0: talking about doing a tag team now, and since we've been wrestling each other for a while now, and um, we want to start this tag team and see what we can do with that, so it should be a lot of fun. Uh, well,
1: hypothetically speaking, if Skylar Slice and Kalista start a tag team, what do we call that?
0: Well... We've thought of a few things, and um, I don't want to say the name yet because we're oh, okay. we're planning viewing it, and so I don't want to tell everyone yet what we decide on our name.
1: Okay, fair, all right, that's fair enough, fair enough.
0: Yeah, I don't I
1: don't want to spoil anything.
0: Yeah, soon enough, everyone will know.
1: Uh, soon, <laughs> well, okay, now can we do this much? Which which uh, lane will this tag team? It assuming that it happens. I'm not going to say that it's actually going to go on, but assuming that mm-hmm. it takes place, what lane is this going to be in? Because you know, uh, uh, like I said, I try to do a little research when I um when I interview my, my subjects for the day, and um, more often than not, she she being your sister has been a heel, whereas you. Although I have seen you heal, more often than not in the videos that I've watched have been the face. So which lane would this tag team go, assuming that y'all actually got together?
0: No, oh, we're definitely gonna be the mean girls. We're gonna be heels. I mean, we're physically bigger than most of the opponents will probably go against, so makes a good story if we're the big bullies going against little baby faces, I think. <laughs>
1: You would want to beat up on people like that? You seem like such a nice young lady. I'm
0: not. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm mostly heel. I think 90% of the time I'm asked to work heel.
1: Well, well nah, I've seen you work heel. I, I think that, and it may just be the matches that I, I picked in particular, where it seems as if you were, you know, a face where you're tagging with Nikki Knight and, uh, and things like that. Uh, so mm-hmm. it, it may have been that. Now, of course, I did catch you as a heel uh, when you were in your triple threat match uh, with Knight and, and Mickey James. We'll get into that a little bit later on. So clearly, you have the ability to do it, and and the willingness yeah. to do it.
0: Yeah, I'm I like working heels. I'm more comfortable with that than I am babyface.
1: Everybody says. It, Kalisa said that. Everybody says
0: that. Why, why is it, I want to work
1: heel? You know, I want to hear somebody come on and say, like, oh, yeah, I love being babyface. I want to hear that one time. Why don't you like being babyface? <laughs> I baby do
0: love working babyface when I'm selling my T-shirts and my other merch and my pictures. I love being a babyface, but um,
1: that's why
0: that, I like working heel.
1: It's fun. That in and of itself sounds like a heel statement. Right. <laughs> I love being a good guy when I can sell stuff for it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess I'm just naturally a hill. I don't know.
1: Oh, okay. How tall are you? <laughs>
0: I'm 5'10". Five 5'10". Ten.
1: Five ten. So you, you, are by nature, as you just said earlier, a little bit taller than most of the uh, uh, ladies that you work with and against. Yeah.
0: Usually I'm the tall one.
1: Is that where the, the uh, promoters decided? Hey, you know what? You need to be the heel here.
0: Um, usually that is, that is how it's decided. I mean, it makes a good story. Kind of like a David and Goliath story.
1: So. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, where did you train? I'm pretty sure. I'm I'm relatively sure that is the uh, you know answer that I already know and that's recorded. But for for the sake of prosperity of uh, talking with you specifically. Where did you train?
0: I trained at Compound Pro Wrestling School in Tulsa. And I trained under the Canadian Red Devil.
1: Canadian Red Devil. All right. So here's what we have to know for those that are outside of the uh, Oklahoma area. We're going to talk about the persona of Skyler. If there are fans that are unaware of you, Explain who Skylar Slice
0: is. Well, um, let start about how I, um, I guess I got my name. Um, everyone used to call me Skimbo Slice in college. I was just kind of like a nickname. So I knew I wanted what I kind of wanted my name to be going into wrestling. Um, I wanted my last name to be Slice. And then Skylar just kind of sounded cool. And then, um my trainer funny story is um he just straight up told me i have a resting bitch face and he was like i need you to work hill and just be a mean girl and i think you'll be good at it and you just have that look about you and you're big and you're strong and it'll just uh make more sense if you work work hill but i also think about it like skylar's just more like how i was playing basketball in college i was a dirty player i would I, I like the physicalness and the contact. And if I gave a girl an elbow, I would give a girl an elbow. So, and just kind of, it's kind of me, but just like turned up a level. Like, I like to say stuff that I would only think, you know. I got you. Yeah.
1: Now, now let's go back to this nickname that you got, uh, Skimbo Slice, was, was it?
0: Uh-huh. Were yeah, you, it was Skimbo Slice.
1: Were, were you knocking people out or something? Oh. Uh.
0: I don't want to say that, but um, my my last name, um, my real last name, it was Kimbo, so that just it sounded like Kimbo, and all the football guys <laughs> and all my friends in college started calling me Kimbo Slice, so that's well, how I got that name.
1: Okay, now because that's what I was going with. That. I was like, okay, you know, I'm hearing Kimbo Slice. I was like, which has to be a playoff of Kimbo Slice, who essentially made his fame off of being a knockout artist in the backyards of Miami somewhere before he actually got into a professional league. Uh, so, right. No,
0: so it doesn't, it doesn't have anything to do with, even though I probably would have knocked people out, but <laughs> no, I'm not compared to Kimbo. Uh, okay. the name similar. Uh, are,
1: are you proud of that? that, that hey, I, I, I probably did knock some people out. <laughs> kind of,
0: it's kind of funny now.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, it, it was an athletic event, so it wasn't like I was just going up to people and knocking them out. Like, I just liked playing physical, and uh, you, that's
1: just how I did it. You are quite the uh, the heel, yes.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> were, you, were you always a fan of the business, or did it just kind of uh, grow on you once you decided, hey, you know what, let's get this thing a try?
0: Oh, I was a fan a long time ago. Um, I think I started watching wrestling when I was in 8th grade, 7th or 8th grade. And I remember just, um, like, always, like, rushing home on Monday nights and getting ready to watch Monday Night Raw. And um, this was before, like, DVR or anything, so I couldn't just, like, record it. So I made sure, like, Monday nights I wasn't going anywhere. Um, I was sitting on the couch and I was watching... Trish Stratus on TV and Victoria and all those girls so um, that's kind of when I started being a fan and then watched it a couple years after that and then kind of stopped watching it while I was in college just because I was always studying or playing sports or something and then kind of got back to watching it after college so I've always been a fan just not die hard and like have to watch it every single day of my life but I've always really enjoyed watching it.
1: Okay, Okay. in retrospect, now you, you named off a couple of ladies there, uh, Trish Stratus in particular. In retrospect, how important was that, you know, that you got to see them? Because, it's, you know, it's one thing to come home and then say, hey, it's The Rock and Steve Austin and, you know, whoever else happens to be on the show, but there's a small niche that was carved into the, uh, the attitude era that you was watching at the time. Uh, Trish was... Uh, pretty big in that, and uh, Lita, and uh, Molly Holly, and Jazz, and so on and mm-hmm. so forth. Uh, so how important was it for you, I mean, in, in retrospect, to have seen them uh, in the ring when you were tuning in?
0: Oh, it's probably one of the biggest reasons I'm even doing it right now. I remember wanting to beat Trish Stratus. I thought she was so cool, and her and her feud with Lita was always so fun to watch like I watch I like watching them more than I like watching the rock or anybody else I tuned in to watch their storylines and their matches and um it was a little bit after all like the Braun panties matches and all that stuff where they were actually like having legit good wrestling matches and I think um that they've really carved the way for all all of us female wrestlers
1: Okay. Well, yes, you know the WWE had its is down period when they just hey you know let's, let's stick them out there in some Jello or, or right you know, whatever the case may be. Uh, they they don't necessarily have to deal with that anymore. They they seem to have kind of grown out of it. Uh, fortunately for the uh, ladies that are out there now, uh, both on the independent circuit and those that have been signed. So you know, bravo for them. Uh, mm-hmm. With the sheer amount of ladies that are on the wrestling circuit, you know how difficult would you say it is to really carve a name out for yourself? Because it, 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 there are so many talented uh, individuals out there. Uh, do you find like it's hard to say, okay, I gotta, I gotta build the name of Scarlet Slice amongst all of these women that are on the,
0: you know, on the Indies right now? Yeah, it is hard, um, especially with I guess Glow coming out is probably gonna make women's wrestling even more popular but whenever I first uh, started doing matches in Oklahoma I think there were only four girls that were actually wrestling and so all the feds in Oklahoma were like oh my gosh we have to have these girls on our show we have to have them so I was like kind of feeling like a big shot like oh my gosh I'm in such high demand but um got a big taste of reality I think it was back in November of last year um, I went to a Shimmer seminar. It was Rise One with Seraya Knight and Colt Savannah. And there are so many girls there, like, from California, Florida. And I was like, man, they're... I'm not the only one. I'm not just one of a handful in Oklahoma. There are a lot of girls, and they're good. Um, but it was intimidating and, like, just a little shot of reality. But it is hard to make a name for yourself whenever there's – up and coming, all women. There's so many of them now, and they're good
1: too. So, hope I can find a way to stand out. Uh, I think you'll you'll manage to, to find your way. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've already taken the steps. You you went to rise, you know. Which which uh, for those that are not aware, and I'm sure you'll correct me if I'm wrong. It's basically there to kind of help elevate those who are looking to find a way to. Uh how can I put it? Now, I don't want to say train but but add on to their game. Is that is that a fair assessment for you know, for the uh rise
0: Yeah, that's that's more than fair. They um Kevin Harvey's really doing a good thing for women's wrestling by getting all these seminars put together and just bringing in girls that might not Meet other than if they all go to the same seminar and then they make a show out of it. And it's a really good thing. It's
1: awesome. Uh, do you intend on attending another one or, or are we now uh, taking the the long way around, so to speak, in that, okay, now we can just build the name of Scott of Slice and we can work around and region by region and we can and stack onto your reputation until Shine or Shimmer or WSU Or whoever comes to you And say hey we'd like to have you on the show
0: No I'll definitely um, Try to go to the next rise seminar Or any other seminar I can go to There's always room for improvement Always room to get better I just don't ever want to have that attitude As okay I already know how to wrestle I'm just going to try to get my name out there now Like I always want to work and get better uh,
1: yeah, 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 absolutely. I think that that's a, a great way to go. Uh, th- did you happen to take your sister with you or any of, any of the other Oklahoma uh, girls that you worked? Did, did y'all go up there in the pack?
0: Um, the first one I went to, um, Phoebe went with me. Okay. And she she was really green at the time because she hasn't been in it, I, I think, for... She might be around a year now, but back in November I think she was only like maybe ten or twelve matches in or so so it wasn't she was pretty green, but it was it was good for her and she did good and we did I did good and it was a good experience going up there
1: when did you break it
0: um three years ago I started training I think I started training in July of two thousand fourteen.
1: Okay, so so you have time underneath you at this point.
0: I guess three years.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that doesn't sound too I confident. I don't
0: know, three years. It, it's it's flown by. I feel like I haven't been in it very long. <laughs> you
1: didn't you didn't say that with any kind of confidence. It's like I guess I don't know. Just...
0: <laughs> no, I I mean I don't want to have like a vet attitude. I don't like that. But um, yeah, three years. Like I, cause I'm around people that have been in the business for way longer than that. So I'm still learning. I still consider myself training and green. Like, I can always find something to learn or get better.
1: Well, yeah, you can always grow. I mean, I, I think that's that's part of the course. Uh, you're always learning something new. Uh, you know, here's the question I ask everybody, and this, this is going to be a little out the blue. Why haven't you made your way to Atlanta, Georgia yet?
0: Well, I guess I haven't been
1: asked to come to Atlanta, Georgia yet. <laughs> you gotta got to hit some of these promotions up. You know, I always give the, the ladies a hard time. I was like, y'all have to come mm-hmm. out here.
0: <laughs> well, if anyone wants to get a hold of me and book me in Atlanta, I will find a way to
1: Atlanta. Uh, okay, well, I'm going to pass that on now. Don't don't be right, surprised. Do uh, absolutely. That's yeah, But actually
0: it. at that at the seminar i met um some girls from georgia so i'd love to come down there and work them
1: Uh, i'm gonna assume within that seminar uh, who do i know that went up there uh as ali i think she's i think she went
0: yes yeah, she was um one of the main ones i feel like we really connected and she has a really good attitude and a lot of potential and um i hope she's doing well down in georgia
1: Ah uh, she is. I, I believe she's uh been working uh Kayla Lynn a couple of times and I'm gonna give a quick plug for me. If you haven't seen Kayla Lynn work, you can go on to the Women's Processing Network on YouTube. And you can watch a, a match or two of hers, uh, and see her in, in action there before she went out and won the uh uh Reality of Wrestling Women's Championship, the Diamond Division Championship. So, uh, we were able to catch her before she started to her star started to shine a little bit, so to speak. Uh, You also maybe you also met Kiara Hogan. while she was, I I think she was up there. Also, Mm -hmm. another Atlanta girl who went on to win the uh, WSU uh, which which championship did she? (laughs) I can't remember. (laughs) I want to say television, but it's not television championship. But but it's the secondary title, the Spirit. There we go. It's the Spirit Championship that she won while she was up there. So so there you have it. So a quick quick plug for us. You can see both of those young ladies before they became uh, bigger stars and on the indies. And uh, just scroll through the the archives of uh, the Women's Pro Network all one word on YouTube, and you can see them in action. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to grab Sky Slice and uh, her sister Kalista in action in the future. But, you know, we'll, we'll keep our fingers crossed for that.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: somewhere down the line, you participated in a triple threat match. Now, of course, I have to bring that up because I, I talked about it in the intro. Uh, this was with yourself, Nikki Knight, and a surefire Hall of Famer in the future, Mickey James. How was yes. that, that experience?
0: It was an awesome experience. Nikki James, um, she could have came in there and had an ego and an attitude, but she was really sweet and really nice and was nothing but very helpful. And um, I learned just by, like, walking up with her. That was how we started the match, was walking up with her. And, um, yeah, it was just great, like, to learn from her. And being in a match with her was just such a great
1: experience. Okay, so here's my question: Which you know, I, I sat and I watched the match. It was a good match. Why was it booked as a triple threat opposed to a singles match? Now I'm not, you know, questioning the booker. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, don't want, I don't want anybody to think, oh, you know, I'm, I'm saying I could have booked it better. No, I'm just uh, I want to know personally because I would believe that a Mickey James versus Scott slice one-on-one match for the title uh, would have elevated you and the championship at the same time and much the, the way that uh, big stars would come into territories back in the day. That, that was kind of the, the, the purpose of them doing it. They would always come in. They would challenge the, the person that was local and more or less help make them bigger by the match that they're in. So is there any reason that they chose to go triple threat opposed to singles that you're aware of? Um, I'm
0: not sure the reasoning behind it, but I guess just to give Nikki a chance to work with her as well as I have a chance to, and it was a title match, so um, I think that might have been one of the reasons they went ahead and made it a triple threat because I went over in that match and um, and retained the title. So I think maybe if it was a singles match, um, and say I go over or something, then that kind of that might ruin her credibility. But if she goes over, then she'll have to come back and defend it. So I think maybe just a championship match might have been a reason. Like, let's go ahead and just do a triple threat. Okay. Well,
1: yeah, I guess that's fair enough logic. We we can go with that.
0: Yeah, but regardless, it was a fun match and got to be in the same ring as um, someone who's currently on WWE so I was really thankful for getting that match
1: yeah how long ago was that that was in uh, what late 2016 or th-
0: yeah it was last year um, well, I can't remember the month but it was last year okay. around this time yeah I was
1: going to say it, it, I know it had to have been relatively close to just before she returned uh it didn't yeah. it, it, it seem like it was years and years back so i mean so you called that a good time that was that was great that that you guys yeah. were able to uh get that that match out so bravo mm-hmm. to to mid-south uh, wrestling alliance for for pulling it together
0: definitely
1: i'm gonna assume that oklahoma is your primary location for uh, wrestling promotions yes um, yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, but but you've also uh, recently posted that your circle of touring has extended a tad. Yeah, yes. Uh, you, you should be very proud of yourself for this because it appears that you will be uh, making appearances in Florida, Colorado, and Texas upcoming. Of course, uh, you will also be in Oklahoma. Uh, I guess in other promotions that I assumably would be new for you and even spreading your wings to the United Kingdom in November.
0: I am. I'm really excited for that.
1: How on earth did you pull that off?
0: (laughs) Oh, um, they had a sponsor contact me about coming over and it really, it just happened so quickly. And, I I didn't reach out to them. I didn't send them a resume of all things. they just watched some of my matches on YouTube and um, wanted to bring me in, and I wasn't going to tell them, no. Of course, I'll go to the United <laughs> Kingdom and wrestle. It's like a dream to be able to go to Europe and do something I really love doing.
1: Okay, so now that goes back to what I said earlier. You know, opposed to uh, seminar after seminar. I was like like, you, you could be doing something like this where you are – gonna wrestle as many different names as you can and 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 not saying be arrogant or like hey i don't need to go or anything of that nature (laughs) sometimes people do build up a name and then and promotions just contact them and apparently that seems to be the case here that british empire wrestling decided hey we need to have her come into our you know locker room and and work some of our girls
0: no, well, it's definitely good to do both. I like do a bunch of traveling, get your name out there, work as many people as you can. Um, but I do. I enjoy going to seminars, and I just like to do both. So. Okay. Fair yeah. enough.
1: Uh, do you have a, um, how can I put it, a, a personal checklist of talents that are on the Indies? Because it sounds like, Once you left Oklahoma and you kind of ran up against some some other girls, uh, particularly at the seminar, you were introduced to some people like, you know what, this person's really cool or she's really good or, you know, just whatever reason uh, you've come across some people that you may enjoy working with down the road. Uh, Do you have a checklist of people that you would like to work with? Yeah,
0: I do have um, a few girls I would love to have a match with and um one of them is Shotzi Blackheart I think her and I could have a pretty good match and she whenever I met her she just seemed like a cool down-to-earth person so if we could have if I could have a match with her um that's one of the people I'd like to have a match with um I I've been in the same match as Delilah June but I've never had a singles match with her and I would really like to have a singles match with her so there's um, two that I think I would really like to work, and then um, since I mentioned earlier with um, Callisto and I doing a tag team, I think we'd have a really good match against the Twisted Sisters. So uh, Thunder Rosa and Holly Dead, I'd love to have a match with them. So there's big lists, and really I I'd have a match with anybody. Just you never know who you're gonna click with or. Um, what kind of match you're going to have? We're going to have a comedy match, or we're just going to have a brawl. So I just like doing it all, and I'll work anybody.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, you, you like doing it all, but not. But we're, we're gonna we're gonna put one a gun to your head and say, okay, now which one do you personally prefer? I know you, you would do it all, but which would which is do you consider in your wheelhouse? If you have to pick um, one.
0: I think Skyler Slices Wheelhouse is definitely just a brawler fighter, like just intense match. I think that's definitely more Skyler. Okay, so I'll have to go with that. Yeah.
1: So, so Slices uh, Wheelhouse is less comedy, more more brawl. That that's uh, the the primary way that she would go. Right. Okay. I got you. Fair enough. You know, when, when I had Callista on and I, uh, asked, I think I brought up something to the effect of, uh, gimmick matches, I guess that, that'd probably be the, the best way to put it as I mm-hmm. do believe at the time I seen her do something with that, which I considered crazy to see leaping off the top of a ladder, going off to the floor, uh, And which prompted the the question, well, what match wouldn't you do? Or which match would you like to do? So I'm going to turn and I'm going to ask you that same question because wrestling is full of gimmick matches and they're full of unique stipulations and things like that. So the first half of that is what match would you like to do somewhere in the course of your wrestling career? And what match would you absolutely not want to do at all? Yeah. You know, if you have your choice, if you have your your ability to say no, I'm not doing that.
0: That's that's an interesting question. Let's see, match that I do want to do. Um, I'd like to be in a cage match. I think that'd be fun. And I've been in a few uh, gimmick matches, just different ones, um, like false count anywhere matches, um. Last standing matches. I've been in a dog collar match, and I'd really like to check a cage match off my list. And then um, a match that I want to do. Um, yeah,
1: think about that I don't one
0: know. For, uh, yeah, no, I, you don't I, know. I'm, I'm not sure. I feel like I'm I'm pretty open to any kind of match, and I'm willing to try as long as my opponent's comfortable and I'm comfortable, and it's. Um, not something that's going to degrade women, it's going to show that women can be strong, then I'm probably pretty comfortable with whatever a promoter might throw at me.
1: Oh, okay. You know, I I think I had to do the same thing with with Kalissa at the time because it sounded like, you know, I don't know. But, okay, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go down a list of matches, gimmicks, and stipulations. And I want you to just tell me, yay or nay. Okay. All right? So All we, right. So we're going to scratch steel cage off of that because you basically said yay for that. Yeah. Yeah. Last woman standing.
0: Um. Yay. I've been in one.
1: Dog collar.
0: I've been in one of those as well. So yay.
1: Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Do we have existing footage of this out somewhere?
0: Yeah, there's um two matches and both of them were with Mickey Knight. Uh, okay, so you worked it's night a, a, a
1: couple of times here.
0: Uh-huh, you sure have. Okay, all right. Um wire. I'm going to say nay to that one. Just, um, I don't know if I would really want to bleed all over the place. Uh, okay. But yeah, I'll
1: say nay, yeah. Uh, any version of Street Fight? I guess that would include... Extreme Rules, uh, Weapons, Anything Goes, you know, you know, there's a couple of different ways to, to define it, but they usually all come down to, you know, Extreme Rules type of match, so Extreme Rules.
0: Yay. I've been in a few, like, no DQ matches, and I was in a Street Fight match, too, so definitely yay on that one.
1: I'm not sure if they do scaffold matches anymore, but I'm just going to toss that in there. Um, I'm not even sure what that is, to tell
0: you the not, truth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you probably, what
1: was it? A scaffold Scalpel match.
0: match? Scaffold match? No, yes. I don't know what that is.
1: Okay, well, you're going to have to look up the Midnight Express versus the uh, Rock and Roll Express scaffold <laughs> match. Uh, Robert Gibson's pretty proud of that one. <laughs> Yeah, and free plug for him. He has a school here in Atlanta or at Douglasville, Georgia. So, you know, he, he, he shows that tape all the time. So anyway, uh, we, we'll skip that. But needless to say, the loser is the one that gets tossed off about 15 feet off of the, from the air, from the scaffold onto the ring. So that, that pretty, pretty high, high drop, pretty hard hit. You may not want to do uh, that one. Um, I'll do my research
0: on it and get back to you on that. Cause I, I'm,
1: I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Do you do your research now? But we'll we'll, okay. we'll, we'll go to the next best thing: ladder match or TLC. Yay. Yay. Okay. Yeah. Do a ladder match. Man, I don't know how y'all deal with that—that that climbing up and falling off and all that stuff. It's mm-hmm. too much stuff for me. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I was—I I guess I can't really say a Hell in the Cell because that's kind of essentially the same thing uh battle royals which isn't really a one-on-one thing but it can can be dangerous all the same so battle royals over the top ropes specifically we we don't want to minimize it by saying go through the ropes over the top ropes
0: no yay
1: yay okay have you done Mm -hmm. this already Yeah. yeah
0: i've been in a few battle royals and um actually like the last one i was in was Two or three weeks ago, and um, I was the only girl in the Battle Royal along with, like, 35 other guys. It was Royal Rumble-type style, so I wow. got in there and got to have some fun and um, got eliminated, unfortunately. I didn't win, but I went over the top rope and everything, so.
1: Okay, so, so you willing to take that that big bump over the top?
0: Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm not worried about that. I'm okay with that. Oops.
1: Right, okay, so I think we've gone down the list of most of the uh the big gimmick matches, and it's with exception of barbed wire, it seems that you're you're pretty well okay with all of them i guess i I forgot to ask the tables tables match,
0: yeah, I would actually really like to be in a tables match, something I haven't <laughs> done yet
1: so. <laughs> Why, why? I don't would know, you know really... what it
0: is about that barbed wire. Maybe it's because I grew up in the country and I know what that stuff can do to you. <laughs> so, so, it so, sounds like everything else I was kind of okay with.
1: It sounds that way. Now, So why Why tables match? I mean, you know, just, you, you sound like that just came off like a thrill. Why, why on earth would that sound fun? Um, I guess because I haven't been in
0: one yet. And I don't know, just, something i want to check off my list so okay
1: Okay, so promoters out there she has a checklist of uh matches that she's willing to do i've just gone (laughs) through them for you so you can book her in any of the uh previously mentioned matches as long as they do not include barbed wire yes keep me away
0: from that
1: that's right we don't we don't want you getting shredded up and bleeding all over the place that you know that's 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 not good yeah (laughs) yeah Is it safe to say Nikki Knight is going to be your biggest rival in wrestling so far? Uh,
0: Yeah, Nikki and I have had some good feuds. She's fun to work with. Um, I think um, if you've ever watched any of my IDW footage, and if you're familiar with Erica, she's the rightful queen Erica. Mm-hmm. We've had some really good feuds and some really good matches, and she's, so talented and she's so good that she makes it easy to go in there and just pull off a great match so um i'd say erica and then of course calista and i have had our feuds that people really got behind and they really wanted to see like who was going to win this one and who was going to win that one so um definitely those three have been my biggest feuds.
1: okay i understand that you also recently worked main event at uh, one of the promotions that you frequent, is that, is that uh, accurate?
0: Um, are you talking about WFC? I,
1: I believe, I want to say that was you and uh, Knight working main event. Uh, was it a charity show? Is, is...
0: Yeah, um, WFC, they run around the Tulsa area. and Every show, all the proceeds go to um, um, a child who has cancer and it goes to them and their families, but this was actually the first time that I was asked to work for them and Nikki as well. So that was our first match at that company. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but but the two of you were main event, yes.
0: Yes, yes we were, and um, the show was for little girls, and she looked like she had a had a blast and liked to watch the girls wrestle. So it was a it was a really good show, really good event.
1: Was that pressure for you, or was it business as usual?
0: Um, honestly, I was just—I had a lot of fun that show. It didn't—I wasn't stressed or anything. I just went out there and had fun, and I think Nikki and I had a really good match. And um, the show was for um, Shelby, was the girl's name. So as long as she had fun, then I was happy with the match. Okay,
1: well, you know, I, I, I didn't know what to expect off of that. I mean, because like, man, you know, you got—you got main event. I, I yeah. thought there was a certain amount of uh, pressure that came with that.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, it depends how you look at it. I mean, I like I said, I was having a blast at that show. Um, I think I would have had fun. I would have been first on the card or mid-card or main event. And, um, but it really wasn't, like, about us and about us being main event. It was for the girl and her family. So that's maybe why I didn't feel a whole lot of pressure. And she was having fun and It was a packed house, so I know we made her and her family some money, and I
1: was happy with it. That's that's very good. And you're also evil in that match. Shame on you.
0: Definitely. I'm always evil.
1: (laughs) No, no, no. You're not always evil.
0: Pretty
1: (laughs) much. I I, I told you earlier, I was like, you know, I've seen some matches, and you you were actually pretty nice to some people out there. Came out there (laughs) and shook hands and hugged some fans and all that stuff like that. So, so we can't say that you're evil all the time. <laughs> okay,
0: I take a break from
1: being evil once in a while. <laughs> there you go. Right? That's a good way to put it. I take a break from being evil. That might be a t-shirt for you. I don't know. Yeah,
0: that'd be a good
1: one. Take a break from being evil. <laughs>
0: well,
1: all right, so we, we have that. Um, the... Let's get your. I don't know if this is a finish for you or just you know one of your big moves, but I did want to define it while I was thinking about it. Uh, there's a point in the match where you do like a uh, what do you call it a, a, a double choke into a sit out power bomb.
0: Yeah, um, I think most
1: people call it a choke bomb. Okay, the choke bomb. Now I know from several years ago there was a guy. Called a damager who used to call it brain damage. Now, what is what is Skylar Slice's version of that? Or, or have you really anointed it a name yet?
0: Um, I haven't came up with a specific name for it that kind of makes it my own move. Um, so I can't really tell you. Um, my old finisher, which I stopped doing because it was kind of hurting my body, I called it the slice. And it was kind of like a European backbreaker where I picked the girl up and her back was over one of my shoulders and I dropped to my knees. So that was, like, one of my signature moves, I guess. Well, pretty much my only signature move. But I haven't came up with a name for this newest finisher I've been using.
1: you got to come up with a finisher name. You have to Mm -hmm. have that. Mm -hmm. I thought that was part of the course. You know, you have to have a cool name to go in the Mm -hmm. finish. Well, when I think of one, I'll let you know. So I I can't put you on the spot now and say, all right, give me a finish.
0: Uh, No, don't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, when you do, make sure that you post it somewhere and, uh, you know, so so people can know about it.
0: Okay, I will.
1: Me in particular. All right. Uh,
0: I'll let you. You'll be the first
1: to know. uh, Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, (laughs) You're welcome for those who haven't seen your matches and if you were trying to introduce yourself to them, what match would you go on YouTube and say, okay, look, you want to know what's, who Scott Slice is and what I'm about. Watch this match. Which one do you pick out?
0: I'd probably pick out the triple threat ladder match that Calista and Phoebe and I had.
1: Ah, uh, you get the, uh, beat up on your friend and your sister.
0: Yeah. And man, Phoebe, Phoebe took a big beating that match and she really was the reason that I would probably show people that because she made me look strong and good and uh, Callista was awesome that match and they made my job easy. All I had to do was pick them up and slam them down. They were the ones really taking all the crazy bumps and um, I just thought it was a really good match and I think everyone got themselves over and their characters over and um that show ran really long for whatever reason and that main event it was a main event match and it didn't even start till 11 o'clock when usually the shows are over at 10 but it was a packed house about 400 people and everyone stayed for the rest of it and really enjoyed it and had chants going and it was loud and it was just a great match and it won Match of the year in Oklahoma for 2016,
1: so it's something we can be really proud of. Oh, cool! And if I remember correctly, I understand that that match was basically cold too. Like uh, there was no build up to like, okay, we got to settle this this ladder match time. You know, it was just okay. Y'all are doing a ladder match.
0: Um, it was more like the plan. Didn't quite go accordingly on, um, what we were supposed to do because it was to crown the first ever compound women's champion okay. and, um, just lots of things fell through. And, um, then they just asked us, asked us if we would be comfortable with a ladder match and we told them, yeah, we would. And, um, and it turned out to be one of the greatest matches that I've been a part of. So that's kind of how that happened but yeah there wasn't build-up there wasn't storylines um just we needed to crown a champion and it was our anniversary show our biggest show of the year and might as well make it a big gimmick match
1: okay that's fair enough now at any point during that match i mean because okay you walk into the building promoter says hey look no, we need something big or, you know, whatever whatever the case would be. Hey, let's put y'all in a, in a ladder match. Y'all agree? Y'all say yes? Is there any point in the night when you're doing this match, it's like, what the hell was I thinking? <laughs>
0: um, I can't say that I had that, that thought in my head. Was, like I said, like, Phoebe was the one who really took a beating and made me look strong, and Kalista had a crazy bump that she took, and I think I had, like, one – one big thing that I did and um, so now I can't really complain and say oh my gosh why would I do that because they, they made my job easy so, uh, I, so I really enjoyed being in that match
1: okay so you you basically got off pretty light so I, I guess uh, the the person I should ask in the future is Phoebe is like okay you know what the hell were you thinking for, for this for this beating that you took to be, be in a ladder match
0: yeah, I still I still
1: ask for that sometimes. Like, what were you thinking? Okay, so so now let's let's say that you get booked in a ladder match again. Are you gonna feel the obligate? Let's just say it's the same three of y'all, and you get booked into a ladder match. Would you feel obligated? Like, hey, look, last time you took a uh, just a pounding in here, so I'm gonna volunteer. You know, I'm gonna take the crazy, insane bumps this this go round. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I guess, I guess I owe them a few bumps. But if we ever get booked in a triple threat ladder match again, I'll give him a few bumps.
1: <laughs> uh, are you just <laughs> saying that? <laughs> are you sincere? No,
0: but um, who knows when we'll be in a triple threat ladder match? Those don't usually happen too often around Oklahoma, so. Uh,
1: okay, well, you know, maybe one of the one of the promoters might be listening to this. And like, Aha. She, she said she'll do it, so we'll just stick her in a ladder match now. So you never know. You, you've just put it out into the universe now.
0: Right.
1: Uh, so it, it, I don't know. We, we might have just booked you into something that you, uh, you won't be able to talk your way out of.
0: Oh, man, maybe.
1: So, well, okay. So I'm going I'm to apologize to you in advance because, you know, <laughs> if, if, if it's this. It's okay. It, you know, it, I just want to say that because if this weekend comes up and you go to a show, and you're like, hey, you know what, ladder
0: match—that
1: <laughs> that might be a uh, might be a little hard to swallow right then.
0: I mean, I'm sure I'll do it.
1: Well, you got guts. That, that's all I can Thanks. say for you. You, you uh, <laughs> certainly believe in what you're doing.
0: You know,
1: <laughs> I, I find, and I'm gonna just take a step away from uh, not wrestling in total, but just a little bit off of wrestling just for a second here. Because I find okay. that the uh, ladies that I have had the opportunity to interview, such as yourself, and uh, Kalista, Kara Hogan, just on down the line. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I'm going to try to say this nicely, so not to insult any any of the people that actually do this uh, they all seem to have some variation or version of a uh, uh, unique fan is, is, is that can I can I put it that way that does that make sense to you um, if I if
0: this is who <laughs> I think you're talking about then unique is a really nice way to put it I guess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Well, well, let me let me finish. Yeah, I, like I said, I'm trying to say this nicely. Okay, so yeah, go ahead. I, I find that you know all of you ladies have some variation and uh, some some unique fans uh, mm-hmm. from varying backgrounds, some of which might be more persistent. Others, uh, some may present interesting scenarios to you in in online formats and uh, things of that sort. Uh, One, I I will say I I have to give Kalista a a great deal of credit that she entertained the conversation for as long as she did. Um, So the first thing I'm going to ask you is, have you experienced this?
0: Um, every single day, twice a day, once in the morning and once in the evening. And then sometimes on my Facebook wall, but he's definitely persistent. I think you can name drop because he he might be listening.
1: (laughs) No, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to name drop.
0: I'll name drop. I hope Jesse Lambert's listening. I like him. Yes. Hi, Jesse, uh,
1: if you're uh, listening. oh am sorry.
0: Uh, That's okay. No, I, I, I like him. He's awesome. He's fun. he's fun to talk to. Like, people are like, are you ever going to message him back? And I'm like, I do. I talk to him, like, almost every day. But uh, if I don't reply within one to two minutes, he's writing on my wall or asking me to message him back. And, you know, I'm like, uh, um, well, I was driving, Jesse, so give me a second, but I I talk to him, and he's just, he just likes wrestling, and he's harmless, and I think he's harmless, and Uh, I like him, I like talking to him.
1: Okay, that, all right, that, you know, that, that's, that's fine, that, that's great. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean... It's relatively this, the same comment on a lot of different walls for a lot of different people. Now I wasn't going to name any names. Let me just say, let me just put that out there right now because I wasn't, I wasn't specifically talking about, about, him. But he did bring his name out. Uh huh. Uh. I I don't even know how to address that right now. You know, it's like that doesn't you come off as a little and let's take Jesse out of the equation okay let us let's take him him out of the equation since his name has been put in there let's just let's just pull him off to the side
0: okay the
1: behavior if that if that were to come from another person just somebody out the clear blue you know would that not come off as a little uh unsettling at times perhaps mm
0: I mean, honestly, I've heard a lot worse and a lot in a, a lot more inappropriate. So if um, someone else says, "Hey, do you want to have a match with this person?", that's not really out of the ordinary. I mean, I know he, um, Jesse, he's all about it every single day. But you know, if these fans, if they're having fun and they're being entertained, then we're doing our job. And I'm never gonna say someone is is weird and acting out unless they're just being inappropriate so okay um like i said no i don't think that would just be so bizarre and weird like they just they're fans and they're getting into it and they like it and like i said if they're having fun then we're doing our job
1: well you are a good person (laughs) see from
0: evil to good
1: yeah look at you you thought you were just totally evil some people wouldn't even wouldn't even deal with that. A lot of times I see it and they don't answer at all. So <laughs> you you're being nice to do that. Uh What has been the most physically grueling match you've been involved in to date? Um
0: let's see. I think the match that probably made me, like, the most sore I've been after a match was um, the first dog collar match I had with Nikki Knight. And it wasn't like we did all this crazy stuff, but I think just that collar being around your neck and jerking you, jerking you around, like, it's not normal taking a bump with something around your It's not normal taking a bump at all, let alone with a dog collar and a chain wrapped around your neck. So that's probably the most like physically sore I've been after a match and it was it was a good match but man it hurt afterwards
1: why on earth did y'all do a dog collar match I guess that that would be the next question I'd have.
0: <laughs> well the booker asked us to do it and um Nikki was comfortable with it and I was comfortable with it and the first You know, it was our first time doing it, so I I didn't know it was going to hurt so bad. So our second one wasn't as physically demanding as our first one because we kind of, like, learned what was going to hurt and what was going to be safe for the both of us. So definitely the first match, man, that that took a lot out of me. I was sore for a while after that
1: match. I bet. I've only seen one live uh, between two ladies, and that was, gosh, four years ago. So, so it can't can't be all you know something that happens on a regular basis. Clearly,
0: mm-hmm, yeah. Uh,
1: what is on your check mark or your your list of goals to accomplish in the remainder of 2017? Do you have a do you have a short list of things like okay, I need to do this, this, this? Um, I, I don't
0: know. My list of wrestling accomplishments has Changed And, like, for years now, like, since I started, my goals are so different. But um, – and definitely going to Europe was a goal I accomplished because I definitely wanted to travel out of the country. But I don't know if I'll have time this year to really um, accomplish any more goals. But I'd like to wrestle in Japan or Mexico along with London and um, the United States. Okay. But I don't know if I'll do it this year or I might wait, but that's definitely
1: something on the next goal that I want to do. Okay, that sounds sounds good. You know, uh, I I think just in the fact that you were contacted by a, a promotion out of the country that you didn't pursue solely based on videos that they saw of you is an accomplishment in and of itself
0: definitely like i'm just really grateful that it happened and i don't know if it was right place right time kind of thing and how they found me but i'm glad they did and i'm really looking forward to going over there
1: uh, well I, I wish you all the best uh you know
0: you.
1: in those endeavors you know going over to the UK that that's that it sounds great I, I hope that they take the time to put some of that stuff up so it can be seen uh you know so it could share with your fans around the uh Oklahoma area it sounds like your stock is beginning to rise that that is the, the real plus here
0: yeah and I'm also excited for Sabotage coming up in October so that'll be a fun show to do and that's a really good show for women's wrestling and Excited for that show and hope I can accomplish
1: things in that um, show as well. You know, I'm, I'm gonna have to get on my promoters here in the uh, the greater Atlanta area. That we we need to s- s- push on these the, the women's matches a little bit more. You know, I I, I I try to do my part to get it across, but it seems like I'm, I'm the only outlet. You know. I don't know. For- yeah, you know, I can't, it's only so much I can do. I don't, I don't have the checkbook. If if I did, it'd be different, but I, I don't have the, the booker's pen right. or the checkbook to make that, those things happen. Otherwise, you know, it'd be a lot of people in and out of here. Yeah. Uh, but perhaps one day we'll, we'll see how that goes.
0: Um, yeah. I'm sure they appreciate you pushing their names out there.
1: Well, I try. I put the you name, know, I put yeah. them off. Now, now, granted, and I and I certainly cannot mention any names in in this statement, but some some of them don't don't share the same outlook as I do, as, as far as women's mm-hmm. think is concerned. So I won't mm-hmm. I won't mention any of those, but you know that I, I okay. think that they, they do need to kind of progress just a little bit. It's not a sideshow anymore. It's not going to hurt. Not going to hurt your show. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not going to take any food off anybody else's you know, table or money out of their their checkbook. That it'll be fine. You know, you can have mm-hmm. a lady on your show, and it'll it'll go through. People are watching, I promise. It's time for random questions. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, now that I've got that out of the way, we've we've come to the portion of the show where it's down for random questions. All right, let's
0: do
1: this. This is where we uh, ask for some stuff that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with professional wrestling. No. But, you know, might toss it in there every once in a while.
0: Okay.
1: So, so you are prepared. You are ready.
0: I hope so. Go ahead and
1: ask. <laughs> Here we go. Outside of yourself, name me something else that's dominant. Definitely a
0: dominant volleyball
1: player. Oh, okay. Now you gotta, give, me, give me some... Some some other entity outside of you. Ooh
0: man. Um, That you hmm.
1: that you perceive as dominant. What do you mean that I perceive
0: as dominant? Like something
1: else? Yeah, dominant basketball franchise, dominant baseball, dominant boxer, dominant you know. Whatever. um,
0: Let's see. Dominant. I'm
1: a big Oklahoma City Thunder fan, so I'll go with them as being dominant, even though they didn't have the greatest year. They'll, they'll get back on their feet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that that's a fan support. Now you you're not going with the actual stats. you you're going, you, you believe in Oklahoma Thunder, so they're they're dominant. You're gonna give it. You're gonna get them to the check. I do. I do believe in them. Okay. Now, all right. Well, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that because you, you believe in them. Uh <laughs> What is the best version of Beauty and the Beast that exists? Um,
0: definitely the cartoon Disney version that they did. That's the best version.
1: If you weren't wrestling, you'd be doing what? Um, probably teaching,
0: coaching, basketball, or volleyball.
1: What would you consider the suggested viewing material of the month?
0: Viewing materials? Yes. So, yes. Um. yes. like Game of Thrones.
1: Okay. And I'm pretty sure you will find a lot of people that would agree with you at that point. Uh, mm-hmm. This line comes off of uh, Saturday Night Live, Black Jeopardy. What can a skinny girl do for you?
0: Um, let me power bomb her.
1: That's your power bomber. Mm-hmm. You, you'd hurt, you'd hurt somebody like that. Mm,
0: I probably would.
1: But you're a heel, so I guess you like. Yeah, I mean
0: and, it's the name of the game.
1: And apparently a bully, you're bullying her. <laughs> yeah. You find you find these girls that are smaller than you, and you beat up on them. It's terrible. Oh, sorry, I'm not sorry. <laughs> what is your favorite word?
0: Oh no, I don't. I don't think I have a favorite word.
1: Okay, we'll we'll, we'll scratch it. Least favorite yeah. word.
0: Um, probably the F word.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: what turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally?
0: Um, I'm a Christian.
1: Okay. What turns you off?
0: Um, negative people.
1: What's your favorite curse word?
0: Um, the B word.
1: What sound or noise do you love?
0: Um, anything that Selena sings. I'm a big Selena fan.
1: What sound or noise do you hate?
0: Um, Trains.
1: What profession would you absolutely not like to do?
0: I, know, I guess um, garbage man or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: like stinky stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> you make it to the WWE and Vince McMahon is there to welcome you at the door. What would you like to hear him say when you arrive?
0: Well, I don't know. I just
1: hope he's nice to me, not mean. <laughs> well, I'd say Mr. McMahon. Now, Mr. McMahon might be mean to you. I don't know. That's that might <laughs> yeah. be a whole different thing. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, well, you know, that, that, that's fair enough. We will go with that. So, so that was pretty painless. He made it through the yeah. random questions portion. Bravo, team! Yeah. They were
0: very random.
1: Well, that's what it's supposed to be. You know, you got <laughs> gotta be all over the page.
0: Fantasy booking.
1: Uh, <laughs> the, the last segment here is what I like to call fantasy booking we have to explain fantasy booking it is my theory that every wrestler has a storyline or angle that they have in the back of their mind that they would like to break out at you know a, a moment's notice or they could break out at a moment's notice so I am going to ask you now Skylar Slice I want you to book me your fantasy storyline. Your fantasy. Give me your fantasy booking against. <laughs> you know, and, and give me the story, not just say hey, I want to wrestle against so and so. Give me the story. Give me the start. Give me the stop. You know, the payoff, all that good stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Against someone, and here's the caveat: we, let's, we can't pick up somebody that's dead, or you know, this has to be something that could legitimately
0: happen. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Never. Never thought of this anymore. So this might just be really random. Okay. But uh, okay. Let's go with um. My husband also wrestles. Ah. So I'd I'd like to be in a storyline with him. Like a love storyline. But let's say. Ooh, I know. We have um. We have like a voodoo guy named Sametti in Oklahoma, and um he makes people drink blood Ooh. and it'd be kind of interesting if maybe he made my husband drink blood and turn him into a voodoo zombie and I had to find a way to rescue him back and go through all these matches and till I got him back I think that'd be pretty cool
1: have you pitched this to your husband
0: <laughs> no
1: <laughs>
0: I told you I just thought of this randomly so.
1: no, well that was that was pretty good for a random thought that's I you I mean, had it pretty pretty well set up I was like man that's that's that might be the best one I've heard yet <laughs> yeah
0: you think if I had like five minutes
1: to think of something I see yes I said so you would have you were to fight for the the for the love of your life to bring him back into being a a, a normal human being opposed to a zombie
0: yeah, that sounds fun. And, um, Samedi gets over really well around Oklahoma. So it'd be fun to do a story with him. And everyone loves when he makes people drink blood and he turns them into zombies. So if I could be in a storyline like that, that'd be pretty cool.
1: Well, see, now, now here's the downside you can't be healed.
0: Yeah. Okay, I'll be, I'll be faced, fighting, yeah. fighting for love. Everyone likes love stories.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I guess, is that the big payoff is, you know, at the end of this, the final match. Who, now, who who's going to be the last obstacle that you have to go through in order to achieve this? That, that's the that's the real question. Hmm. Because, How about um
0: my my zombie husband? I have to fight him, but he's a zombie.
1: Yeah. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Okay.
0: And I mean, if I win, he turns back into normal. And if I lose, then I have to drink the blood and be a zombie. Hmm.
1: Well, now look at. I'm I'm going to assume that one of your promoter friends may be listening to your interview, and now uh, I, I think you've just booked yourself at least a good three month
0: worth of storyline right there. Well, in Oklahoma, we have an athletic commission that won't allow me to have a match with the mill, so I don't know if it happened in Oklahoma. Uh, Okay. It's
1: fantasy, so I went all out. It it is fantasy. Okay, now, if you wanted to make it, if you really wanted to do that, then you just have to swap the ending. You put your husband in the corner, and then you have a surrogate in the ring for him.
0: Yeah, but I don't want to wrestle someone. Uh, I'd rather, I think it'd be fun to, like, wrestle Samedi and his zombies and. Do a whole story about that. So you got well,
1: to have Yeah, that. you, you got to yeah, have the zombies and everything. I was like, well, you know, if, if he's part of the the pack, so to speak, you know, let, let's say that, that I don't know who you have over there that that he could, you know, put the whammy on as, as a female that you could legitimately get in the ring with, other you know, other than he mm-hmm. and you know Nikki Knight and so on, so on. But you know, let, let's assume that he he puts the whammy on one of them. And they're part of his gang, also. You know. And, yeah, he
0: can. Yeah, he can just turn all the girls into zombies, and I'll just beat them up. There you go. So they, you know,
1: they won't know it. <laughs> so that's there you go. You got to got to get through all of them. I mean, and you can even have that in a one night thing. You know, you just set the you set the story up, and you have a gauntlet match. So then you you got the scholar slices got to go through three of them in one night. So now you you're fighting. Desperately you're tired and this and that and the other, but I refuse to give up because I gotta win my husband back. You know, there you go. Okay, let's book it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just did. I think you just booked it. You need you need to just go ahead and take this audio to, to your you know, your promotion that you work at mostly and tell them, Hey, take a listen to this.
0: <laughs> okay, I will.
1: And normally I would go and give my fantasy, my, uh, my own version of the fantasy book behind that, but I don't think I can top that. (laughs) I I think that's, that's about as good as it's going to get. I mean, you got zombies and voodoo and, you know, drinking blood and whatnot. I mean, that does, Mm -hmm. I mean, I added my two cents. Yes. (laughs) And wrestling. So Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't even know if I can, I can top that at all.
0: Yeah. I don't think you could either. That's, some
1: good stuff it is you know i think all you (laughs) may need is like you know if for him to dress up like papa Shango or something you
0: know
1: yeah come out with the bones and everything else and then he'd be ready to rock and roll you're
0: right
1: (laughs) other than to say you know to to come into the uh the georgia area and be a, a hit woman for somebody you know to take on the local talent and drop that atomic leg on somebody, because I think I saw you drop that from the top rope. Well, I guess that would be an Oklahoma jam for you. Yeah,
0: that was the first time I actually did that leg drop, so.
1: How is that not a finish?
0: What?
1: I said, how is that not a finish?
0: I don't know. That's what my husband said. He was like, you should use that as a finish. But I wanted to try it first and see how it went over. and So I might end up using it as a finisher. I don't know
1: well yeah i mean come on man you know that that that's uh that's an old school move there
0: uh, mm-hmm.
1: you know i think beautiful bobby was was the one that kind of made that famous and now you, yeah and, and now you got it i
0: need to work on it and make it look good before i make it a finisher
1: <laughs> well well i'm, I'm just I'm, I'm gonna group your husband there you know i, I think that that's uh good for at least a secondary finish let's say that but let's let's split the middle you 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 already got your 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 choke bomb is that what you call it Mm -hmm. that that you use for a finish on on one hand and you you can have the oklahoma jam on the other although you still need to give it a name you've got to have got some flash on that okay i'll
0: let you know when i pick out a name
1: for it okay there we have it. Give, give me a name <laughs> at some point in time. So, I, you know, I, I think we have powered through a, a good chunk of uh, your interview here. Uh, you, yeah, you, we've you,
0: been on the phone forever.
1: Is it forever? Well, see, that I'm going to take that as a good thing because it didn't feel <laughs> like a long time. But yeah. yet and still, you know, we I got a good fair amount of time out of you. And it, and it just breezed on by.
0: Yeah, it was fun. Well, I'm glad
1: that you enjoyed it. So, you know, what we need to do now for those that are listening, whether they be fan or whether they be promoter or a mix of the two, for those that want to get in contact with you for any particular thing, whether that be uh, buying your gift or <laughs> booking you on a show, <laughs> how can they do that?
0: <laughs> um. Definitely through Facebook Messenger, you can get a hold of me, just add um, Skylar Slice. I also have a fan page that you can message on, and Skyler Slice at Yahoo.com is my email address.
1: Okay, so there we have that. Uh, any other social media platforms that you would like them to follow you on? Or uh, support you at of course you you just mentioned the fan page so I'm I'm definitely going to put that out there that if you have not liked her on her fan page on Facebook you need to go ahead and do that but anything else that we have that uh, they can uh, locate you on
0: yeah definitely add the Facebook fan page but also I have the Twitter and the handle is just at Skylar Slice and then um, Instagram is at uh, real Real Skylar Slice or so you
1: can have me on Instagram, and Twitter as well. Well, there, that's always good to know. So there we have it. You can just scan for Scottish Slice on both Instagram and Twitter, and I'm gonna put the Winners Pro Wrestling Network out there also as well. You know, you can uh, follow the WPN on uh, both Instagram and Twitter by going WPN Wrestling both the same on both platforms. Of course, you can go to the website, WPNRustling.com, which I do need to update. Yes, I'm sorry for those that have gone on there and uh, they haven't seen any updates. Uh, my apologies, but I am working hard. I'm a one-man band on a lot of occasions, so it gets very difficult. So cut me some slack. Uh, you can listen to this program and uh, uh, other interviews, much like uh, Miss Slice here. Uh, on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn and Podbean You want to go and go, uh, If you don't have the apps Download the apps And you'll be notified for all of the Upcoming shows and stuff like that And you certainly don't want to miss uh, Interviews such as Skyler's here You definitely mm-hmm. want to make sure that you get The notifications when Windows comes through So click on those Subscribe on your particular And preferred platform It is free Free is a good thing it's not going to cost you a dime, and you get a bunch of content for uh, absolutely nothing. You can't beat that. And I'm not trying to even borrow Enzo's line there. Uh, so subscribe <laughs> on all of those. Any final words Miss the Skylar Slice? Um, just add me on all my
0: social media accounts, and stay in touch, I love all my home slices, and I can't wait to meet more, and... Keep wrestling and have fun. So thank you
1: for having me. Well, that sounds like a good way to go out, and uh, we've loved having you on the show, and be sure to follow us both on all of our social media and all of our little platforms. We both appreciate your support, as we all do, across the uh, wrestling platforms and many different independents out there because it is your support that keeps all of this stuff going. So with that, thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next show, everybody. So long. Thank you for listening to the WPN's Rights and Wrongs in Pro Wrestling. If you have questions or comments, please contact us via our Facebook or our YouTube channel at the Women's Pro Wrestling Network. If you're new to the WPN, feel free to subscribe to our channel and like our page. We appreciate your support. Thank you again for listening.